curbside graduation. I live in one of Vermont's most populated counties, smallest towns, on top of a hill where there was once a flourishing orchard. Orchard Hill is right next door to the elementary school that 100 years ago was the town's high school. Between my house and the school is a sliver of forest, maybe 30 yards wide, maybe less. The view from my back porch is of a deep green meadow, rolling hills beyond. In the evenings, I sit here sipping a glass of wine, listening to the birds settle down and the neighbor's chickens roost for the evening. Some evenings I can hear cows lowing in the near distance or the smattering of passing traffic on Route 116. Sometimes it's just crickets or the sweet sound of families sitting on picnic tables enjoying creamies after dinner at Papa Nick's across the road. Every once in a while, Tuesday nights in summer actually, I can hear the sound of a band playing in the gazebo at the elementary school playground. My view tonight is like a Vermeer landscape. In the foreground, a young brown rabbit nibbles at the dark green vegetation around the edge of the garden. In the background, the setting sun reflects yellow and pink off fluffy vertical building cumulus clouds. The evening is deep serenity to the eye, but the air suddenly jangles. Persistent sirens, blaring car horns, the gruff bass blasts of the fire engine's horn are accompanied by a shouting that breaks the peace. What the hell? We walk down our long dirt driveway to investigate. Lined up in the gas station parking lot facing the school is a row of fire trucks, cop cars, and emergency vehicles. Lights flashing, horns trumpeting. Either side of 116 is filled with masked people, mostly older and dressed up, standing six feet apart, waving signs and cheering. On the sidewalk in front of the elementary school, a stage is set up with bunting and balloons. A bubble machine is releasing streams of bubbles into the evening air. There is a line of what must be teachers wearing masks, standing every 10 feet or so along the curb. A drive, a car drives up, disgorges a small teenager dressed in slacks, a button-down shirt and tie. The car idles there as he walks along the sidewalk and mounts the stage. He's handed a bouquet as his name is announced. The cacophony of car horns, sirens, and fire trucks crescendos as he stands and accepts some sort of gift bag, then re-enters the waiting car. The next car drives up, drops off a kid, it's a girl this time in a flouncy blue dress and sandals, her blonde hair tied in a ponytail that sachets as she walks. She mounts the stage, the noise escalates, she hops back in the waiting car. After two or three kids, we can't stand it anymore, move closer in so that the sound of our cheering can be heard through the open car windows by each graduate in the back seat of their parents' car. We sit under a tree at the end of the school front shouting, good job and way to go and go get them. These kids don't know us, but acknowledge our congratulations with waves of their bouquets. We sit and shout and wave until tears obscure my view. I yank my sleeve down over my hand to try to dry my face, but it's no use. In the blur, I see the families of my little town 
doing the very best they can under the circumstances to honor the accomplishments of these eighth graders. The cops and the fire department, the EMTs and the gas station attendants, Heart and Mead is still a full service station. Even the motorcycles and trucks in the scant traffic along 116 go out of their way to acknowledge these children, our future.